Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Val Cisco, dropping some knowledge about Anchor. Guys, have you ever wanted to record your own podcast? Don't you want millions and millions of people to listen to what you have to say, whether it's about Zeus, whether it's about sports, whether it's about everything that's going on in the world of quarantine? Guys, what are you waiting for? Download Anchor. Anchor basically is a one-stop shop for all your podcast needs. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Number two, it's free. Guys, it's free. There's not a lot of freebies out there, so grab this. And of course, Anchor will distribute your podcast so you can be heard from different places like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and many, many, many more. You can make money off your podcast too with minimum listenership. So right there, guys, like, listen, this is a no-brainer. Download Anchor. It's pretty fantastic. I love it. Hell, thank you, Anchor, for giving me the platform to speak about all the random things that I do. Uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So please, once again, download Anchor. You can download it off the Apple Play Store, the, the Google Store. I don't know if you guys have Blackberries out there still. Uh whatever is out there download it it's freaking phenomenal you guys won't regret it take care ciao what's going on y'all it's your boy val from the side room podcast and i'm here to do a quick little movie review on the latest and greatest that came out on netflix um this is also once again if you're listening to this on facebook or twitter or any other social media device i'm recording this over bumpers this awesome little app where you can download onto your iphone you can make a little small little podcast make a little session and enjoy yourself trying to get into the podcast wonderland that we all love right about now but let's get straight into it because um, this is something that I've been eyeing down for the last couple of months. When I heard it, I was like, all right, I'm going to give it a shot. You know, it's kind of hard when you have a Japanese manga slash show translate into American audience. And even before the show came out, it was already getting kind of raves but not the greatest raves about how uh, Hollywood's whitewashing things and Hollywood is just taking the, the culture out of these shows and manga experiences and let's just try to hold our opinions until you yourself see it or after this little review I'm going to give you right here um, so Death Note is based on the famous Japanese manga written by Sugumi Ohaba and it follows a high school student who comes across a supernatural notebook realizing it holds within great power the owner basically writes a name and how the person dies in this book and magically it does come about um, also the student is named light the student um, usually has a demon ghost named of Ryuk who is uh, basically a demon god from another world. Kind of like a tr trickster god, like a Loki in a way. Um, just enjoying havoc, enjoying chaos. And um, I'll tell you the actors in this. Um, Light is played by an actor named Nat Wolf. We have L, who's one of the main characters in the story, um, played by Keith Stanfield. And of course, the great William Dafoe playing Ryuk. So once I heard that, I was like, okay, we have a solid cast over here, Keith in um, the latest and greatest Get Out film. Um, and of course, William Dafoe, you can't go wrong whatsoever. So the story follows Light 
and you start seeing him as a typical loner kind of kid kind of smart because you see him doing homework for everybody else in his high school area um he seems like an introvert in a way keeps to himself uh, gets bullied around a lot and um he's from a, a broken home basically his father's a police chief um, also introvert by his own standings as well, so he doesn't want to talk about issues that happened with his mother and how she died. Seems that this kid's a little broken, but does have a kind of a sociopathic, kind of a kind of a, a strange quality about himself that he looks like he could be pushed over the edge and do something. Now, in contrast with the manga and the TV show totally different i mean um when you're looking at light from the show to light from the movie right about now light is just basically your prototypical smug bored kid that basically does all straight a's um top of his class does not care is very cocky and confident in his abilities um both of his parents are alive in the, in the show. Um, he has a family that loves him dearly. He's just bored and cold, cold-hearted to the point where he just doesn't really care about what's going on in the world. And then you, you go all the way over to the movie right about now. Light's just kind of, not pathetic, but just damaged goods in a way. And that's one of the big significant changes that I saw on this, that the character of Light should always be a strong, stable character instead of um, someone who is needy. But anyway, um, comes upon that uh, a book falls magically from the sky, and you see that it is a death note book. basically has a lot of rules in it, staying the, the, the main rule that whoever's name is in this book will be dead, basically. Um... I find that if you have never seen this show before, you might actually like the pacing of this movie. Um, you might like the characters because they're very relatable to this day and age, um, and this day in high school. Um, you might like the bright characters that come. You might like the, the twists and plot turns that you might see later on as well, too. Um, you then get introduced by... Um, Misa, who really is Mia in the show, but she is playing Misa, who's in the actual TV show. And she's uh, played by Margaret, I want to not botch her name, Quali. She's actually from The Leftovers, one of my favorite TV shows. Um, I was very excited to see her because her character is very stone cold herself. If anything, she's what Light's supposed to be. Um, basically, they meet up with each other, um, getting bullied around. Light, um tries to help out a kid that gets bullied, gets knocked in the face. Teachers find out that he's doing homework for other kids. He gets attention. Kid gets attention. He's looking at the book. He's seeing one of the bullies that punched him in the face outside bullying another girl. Kind of abuser her in a way. Getting pissed off and this is when we finally meet Ryuk. And awesome job. If anything, this this movie knows how to play with light and cinematography because Ryu looked amazing. In the shadows, not too crazy, not too full-blown monster movie, just enough to give you that, that interpretation that this man is evil and crazy. And kind of fun in a way as well too, and then William Defoe's voice just, ah, it screams, it screams villainy. I love it so much. 
I miss hearing him most of the time, especially when he does character work. Um, he explains the rules of the book and persuades Light to actually just give him that little bit of a nudge to write a name in that book. Once you see the name in the book, um, basically a Final Destination kind of um, kind of scene goes by. You see uh, Light write the name. He looks out the window and you see a a series of events of a basketball falling, somebody trips, trips into a car, car trips into another car, ladder goes through the kid's face. Final Destination-esque. Awesome, gruesome, something to look forward to. So by this point, this should gravitate your attention. This is something that's like, okay, this shit's gone real, this shit's gone crazy. I'm into this, I'm invested in it. I don't have to ever watch the show to, to know that I know what I'm getting myself into. So you have light knowing that he has his power and automatically goes home um gets pissed off with his dad because him and his dad are having that heart to heart again not even a heart to heart just basically his dad telling him you know can't be fucking up in school you know light saying well you should be looking for your, your mom's killer you shouldn't let him go like that you should uh, let him get a slap on the wrist they get into an argument light finds a newspaper clipping of the killer that killed his mom um, writes the name in the book, puts the cause of death, boom, that happens. So you get a hint of light becoming a sociopath, enjoying it. But with every villain, he's thinking he's doing it for the right reasons, putting away people that are causing other harm to other people. So in a way, you honestly feel what he's doing. You understand there's a motive there. Um, by this point... It kind of changes from the from the show to the movie, where you get introduced by Mia and she's again just like, "Hey, light, sorry about what happened." Yada yada yada. Automatically tells her the book, and this is so different from from the show because Light is doing this this kind of work independently, and it's crazy because of the fact that that's one of the big staples of Death Note is that Light is cold and light is confident in his abilities alone so whatever he does he does independently whether it's um um finding the information whether it's um if he's about to get caught talking his way out of it uh the investigation there's so many things that light does by himself which gives him that 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 confidence but here you're having mia and they tell him about the book and she doesn't believe him so they go to the computer they find uh, the closest thing that's happening on the news and they see that there's a hostage situation, a couple of guns, a couple of SWAT team members, and this guy's holding up a family inside like a supermarket, what have you. So you see there, Light puts the name, the cause of death, just to show Mia, and the guy comes out, does a salute, gets hit by a SWAT team truck. From there, Mia's like, okay, cool. I'm down for this, but you know, any other bitch in the world would have been like, nah, you're fucking crazy, dude, but no, 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 she goes along with it, and um, plays a little bit different, because in the cartoon, you know, uh, Misa, she's like, different, she's a supporter of light in the later, in the later, later, later episodes, uh, we'll go to that later on, though, but at this point in time, she's all on board, she's saying, we can change the world, Light automatically is like, we, what do you mean we? And, you know, 
they start holding hands, making googly eyes, and they get to the fucking. So that shit happens. Um, two crazy people writing down names in a book, letting shit happen the way the way the, the story is telling you, basically. Um, side note here, you don't get enough Ryuk, which is kind of horrible because uh, when you think about Death Note, you think about that demon character and his big googly eyes creeping you the fuck out and maybe it's just budgeting maybe it's because the foe was only paid for a few lines um what have you you didn't get enough ryuk but totally understand um but anyway so you get a whole montage of them looking for killers looking for pedophiles looking for maniacs psychopaths and just killing them people on death row they're killing them early people um that got out early from jail they're killing them at this point in time you're having a following from the rest of the world a following that everybody's like this whatever's happening right now this is awesome because if the cops can't do it um this person's doing it this force is is taking away these horrible maniacs and at this point they come up with the name well more so light comes up with the name uh, as as represent, representation of what he's doing um he wants to be known he wants that that adulation of hey i am this ayatollah in a way so he comes up with the name kira and kira he explains also in the in the um, cartoon that kira in japanese means killer but also uh it's like also a celtic yiddish name for light as well too so as just to throw off the police or anybody that would be thinking about who this is he makes up that name but also it's kind of dumb if you're gonna um use different languages that represent your own name you kind of gotta get caught no matter what if you have a smart smart cookie coming around um and which leads us to another investigation going on in japan where we first meet light so when we see light totally different contrast from the from the book as well too and the cartoon yeah 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 he's a he's from he's a british investigator you know he's a white guy but you know what are you gonna do you cannot exactly when you're trying to make your own interpretation of a movie or a script changes have to be made it's bound to happen and to be honest the actor who plays light is one of the best things about this show um you see light he has a mask on him um covering his face and a hoodie on and he's just investigating this onslaught going around this whorehouse you see and he's basically trying to connect the pieces onto if this is a crazy murder or if this is actually something going on with kira um he kind of uses his detective skills to say okay this must be going on with kiras this is actually happening in so many parts of the world but it started in seattle if i forgot to mention yes the home state that we're working on right now is not japan it is in seattle washington um nice little place shit always crazy happens in seattle so rock and roll good choice on that part um plus seattle's nice and gloomy rainy and cold I love the people from Seattle, but the shit's cold up there. Um, so we get a whole little montage scene with uh, with um, Light still trying to kill people, and L getting on a plane going to Seattle with his butler slash caretaker uh, Watari, um, which is awesome because you, he's another 
player in this game where you feel for this character as well too. You feel their relationship. Kind of like a Bruce Wayne and Alfred relationship. So we get Light. He gets to the um, states. He actually gets to Seattle and he meets one of the basically all the, the, the police and the FBI and they come to the decision that whatever is happening is happening in Seattle because the first two killings actually happen in Seattle so as a detective that's where the pattern is going to start um, he meets the police chief which is actually Light's father and they work on a plan to just basically work together find Kita but also investigate everybody that's either in the Seattle, Seattle PD department or in the area around two because L, once again, using his expert detective skills, figures out that if a person has seen all these criminals getting killed, he must have access into criminal inf information, whether it be from the feds, whether it be, it be from the police department, something doesn't add up. So this is where it gets shaky a little bit in my opinion because in in the anime basically we get to episodes and relationships and people detectives de detectives dying and using their own kind of skills away from l and basically mean their doom from kira aka light because of the fact that uh, every step that l takes lights one step above him so you have that duality, that yin-yang, that they're equals. They're trying to figure out each other. Even to a point in the, in the anime where um, L infiltrates um, Light's college. And they become semi-friends in a way. And he even admits to Light that, hey, I'm, I'm L. And I did this to, to spy on you. And there's a 5% chance you might be Kira. And I kind of want to discredit that because of your mind. You're smart. You're intelligent. And if you're not Kira, then I want you on my task force. I want to find this person. We can work together. But I also want to disprove my my madness thinking that you could be the police kid could be actual this murdering monster. So you don't get that in this movie. And of course, it's a, about, a, what, about an hour and hour and maybe 41 minutes so you're not you're gonna have to have this all crammed up in once so basically you get this whole introduction where l goes to the media on tv taunts kira about hey if you're such a killer i'm gonna go find you when i find you i'm gonna burn you basically if you want to stop me stop me right about now and this is where you see Misa uh, basically she's the she's the one that's being pushed in a way she's what light should be she's the one that's getting irritable she's the one that's getting agitated that wants to prove something to the world that I am a god and I can kill you if I want to light is being very pacifist he's like you know what maybe we should stop this maybe we should just put this book down this is not worth it we don't kill innocent people and this is where you see the clash between Lisa and Light. Um, just to speed up the process, you're gonna get a lot of back and forth, him trying to catch him, her trying to do her own thing, Light, L, Kita, Light, L, Misa, montage of stupidity happening for about a good 25 minutes, honestly. Um, it all boils down to the fact that um, Light is trying to find L's real name so he can finally vanquish him. Um, since he has a face, he needs a name so he can put it into the book. 
So he finds a way to brainwash Atari into finding Light's real, uh, L's real name. Excuse me, so many L's in this. Basically, um, never gets a chance to and gets murdered because Atari's name is in the book. Um, basically, what happens is L goes on a rampage, Batman style, and it's just with a gun trying to kill Light at this moment because he sus- suspects Light is 100% Kita now. Um, a chase goes on, a chase goes on. Um, him and Misa basically, um, Light and Misa basically run away. We find out that Misa has her own true intentions on being the real Kita and basically putting her name in the book as well too and uh, sorry putting light's name in the book as well too so that way she could be the owner of the book ends on a ferris wheel somehow light manages to put misa's name into the book uh first so she can die and then burn his page so that way he wouldn't die whatsoever and basically they both fall from the ferris wheel light falls into the water mira die uh, misa mira dies and we get him into the operate, well, into like a little hospital bedroom. Um, that's basically the gist of it. It's very confusing toward the end. It's so rushed that you don't get the relationships between Light and um, L that you need for them to either be companions or enemies. They just go straight to enemies. Um, you don't get the relationship that well with his father. You don't get the relationship that well with Misa. You don't get the relationship at all with a lot of characters. It start, you don't even get the relationship well with Ryuk. Ryuk is basically seen maybe about maybe eight to ten times in this, in this movie. Either you're just seeing his face or a couple of one-liners, which kind of sucks because he's... William Dafoe is great. The character looked great, and he could have used a little bit of Ryuk in this. I said that this could have been maybe a four-part, five-part series and would have done justice on that way to each his own um leaves off of a cliffhanger where uh l is basically mad uh like literally mad and going insane because of the fact that um more people are dying randomly and light is in the hospital bed under surveillance with his father how could he be the little one how could be me the the kira and the fbi sends him back to japan basically what happens is that um his father suspects one thing and goes down to the conversation they had about the killer who killed his mother and he finds that in his room a little paper is like it must have been you it had to have been you because um, no one else would have that hate for this man besides us and he goes on to this whole little montage scene where it's like the first saw i did this i did that i did that this happened and all these pieces work together for me to be at the place i am right about now you see a part where l finds a page in a book where it has a whole bunch of detective numbers um in light's room and basically he's about to flip out he knows that if he put these names in this page somehow that these people die and you see him with a pen looking at Light's face. He's about to write that name of Light most likely and you see Ryuk at the end smile at Light on the operating table, not the operating table, excuse me, on the um, hospital bed and he says that humans are so interesting and it ends right there. I don't even know what that means. Um, it went off rails. Maybe I'm going off rails. Maybe I'm not making that much sense. But I would suggest 
it's if you want to see this don't watch the don't watch the anime at all go open eyes because it's a decent movie maybe a little parts in the middle break up if i had to give it my own little rating by saying tasty edible and disgusting i'm gonna give it it's a uh, it's edible it's, it's decent it's fun to watch maybe i'm a little biased because i've seen the anime but if i just close that chapter out of my life and just say this is a new experience i enjoyed the movie for for what it's worth i enjoy where he was going with this director um at the same token though I'm a little upset because so many things were changed. I wanted so much, so many of those relationships to, to blossom. I wanted that hatred between Light and L. Even though you got bits of it, you didn't get it enough. Maybe a four-part series would have been great. Um, if you are fans of the series, I can tell you just please leave your mind open to it and enjoy what's what's good about it you could pick it you could pick it at it you could you could you could you can stab it to death you can tell it that's the worst thing imaginable but you know what it's not for those people that get so pissy about attack on titan being made or was made it's gonna be made into an american movie now but it was made in japan they got pissy about that that was incredible same people that get pissed off about shin godzilla the same people that get pissed off about any other other ad- adaptation it's a decent movie it's never going to be 100,000%. We won't get that, unfortunately. Hell, the Marvel movies are not 100% the way they should be as well, too. But we enjoy them. Have an open mind about this. Yes, it changes a lot of things that we love. I got a lot upset about certain things as well, too. But it's a decent movie. It, it leaves the groundwork for other movies as well, too, if they're going to do a, a spin-off to this or if they're going to do a, a part two in a way. I don't see it happening. But it was a great experiment. It was great to see. And I'm looking forward to see what else Netflix throws out there. Hell, what if we get a One Piece movie? Fuck yeah. What if we get a One Punch Man movie? Fuck yeah. Why not? You're doing these adaptations for the love of the material. No one else is going to be doing these fucking movies. You think an American uh, director is going to be like, you know what? That's what I want right there. That bleach shit right there? We're going to make that bleach shit a fucking movie. No one's going to do that. We were lucky that we got Ghost in a Shell. And that, you know what, that's another decent movie. If you have never, if we never had The Matrix and things of that nature, or these movies that copied off the original content of Ghost in a the Shell, then Ghost in a Shell, the movie, the live action movie, would have been a decent movie. But because of we got so many far superior movies before that, it was stale. Same thing with this. We have gotten so many far superior movies with this kind of content that it was stale i think the they went directions where where we've seen in movies found destination or or we've seen movies with demons in it controlling like insidious or mama and things of that nature you know so we've seen these type of movies before maybe a faithful adaptation would have been a little bit better maybe a four-part series would have been better but ultimately we don't have that we have what we got enjoy it this is an awesome age right about now where we're getting anime movies, comic movies. We're getting shit that we never had as kids. We were getting bullshit He-Man movies. So fuck that. This is awesome. Um, I, for one, tell you guys, if you want to watch this movie, watch it with open eyes and a warm heart. Because at the end of the day, this director poured his heart into it. So rock and roll. Um, I ramble. I apologize. This is my first review by myself. 
I'm trying to get better at it. So if I suck, I suck. Leave a comment, tell me I suck. I will appreciate it because I could change a couple of things. Uh, if I go too fast, if I go all over the place, tell me to slow down. I don't care. Uh, fuck it. I'm doing this because I love it. Um, if you ever want to find me, I'm on Facebook and Twitter as well, too, at Francisco Valdez. If you want to look at our page as a side room podcast, we have our own podcast at Facebook, the side room podcast and on Twitter, the side room P- uh, PD. Uh, if you want as well, too, you can email us at the side room podcast at gmail.com. We always want we always want your point of view. We always want something um from the fans or from anybody who listens to us to give us a little bit of feedback feedback is key that's how i get better that's how my crew gets better that's how we all get better from learning from either a sucky experience or a better experience anyway um i'm out of here i gotta get my ass to work it's been real it's been fun keep your eye on the side